There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. If you, uh, again, haven't subscribed to the podcast, go do so. You can do so on uh, Spotify and iTunes and all the usual platforms where you get it from. Now, the term gaslighting has been used. I've seen it a lot on uh, on Twitter. Yeah, I think especially with social media. Mm. It's become more of a common phrase that people are throwing around, as per se. Yeah. I don't really know exactly what it is, but I do know... I think it's a kind of form of abuse, isn't it? Um, I, 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 again, would be in the similar boat as you of half an idea of what exactly gaslighting is. But to explain to all of us here this evening what exactly it is, how to maybe spot the signs for it and why people use it, why people do it, and just how bad it can be. Uh, psychotherapist and relationship therapist, Dr. Mike McNulty joins us again. How are you, Doc? How are things? Um, I, I'm doing fine, thanks. How are you guys doing? Good, We're doing good, good yeah. yeah. So we're getting through January slowly but surely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, t- t- today's weather has been a little bit horrific, but sure look. Yeah, we have a storm here in Ireland at the moment. Storm Brendan. Gosh, yeah, he's wow. causing havoc. But um, yeah, you see, there was a trampoline landed in the middle of one of the motorways <laughs> over here uh, this morning. Oh, that oh was my goodness, a little bit of havoc. But thankfully, I don't think anyone was hurt. But um. I've heard this term used tons and tons of times, right? You know, people claiming that other people, you're just gaslighting them or you're just gaslighting this person, blah, blah, blah. And I've never really seen it explained or defined very well. Doctor, what exactly is it? Well, gaslighting comes from, uh, is a term that comes originally from a movie and a play. The play came out in 1938. The movie came out in 1944 and starred Ingrid Berman. And and really the concept is about lying and otherwise um, psychologically manipulating a person until they question their reality and begin to accept another person's reality. So someone's really trying to lie about what's going on and they're trying to convince the other person that their reality is off base. The other person might be discovering something that the person who's lying or manipulating is doing that's like foul play of some sort or betrayal. And then that person is trying to deflect blame and convince the other person they're crazy or they're wrong. I've heard this quite a lot. I've probably experienced it to a lesser extent. Right, okay. You know, in relationships when people are probably up to no good, you know, writing to other girls or so on. And, right. you know, and if, if there's any issue with that, then suddenly you're crazy and you have issues. And so it's totally, instead of dealing with the problem and going, oh, well, you know, there's no reason why I should be writing to this girl. You're going on the offensive and calling yeah, you crazy. Exactly, yeah. Ah, okay. Right. But that's a great example, you know, that, um, you know, in romantic relationships um, or in marriages, one partner suspects and may be correct that the other partner is cheating in, in some way and um, and trying
trying to confront the other partner about it, and the partner who's cheating then turns around and says, no, you're crazy. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, I, you're totally off base. This is just your insecurities. You know, they, they really try to throw the other person off. So in that case, right, if you have a relationship that's hit that point where you are pretty much 99% certain that your other half is playing away from home, mm. for want of a better word, and, and being unfaithful, and then they come back with the whole, you're absolutely insane, blah, blah, blah. Is that relationship salvageable or is that past the point of no return? Well, and that's a great question. I, I think sometimes that what happens in, in relationships like that when, when affairs occur is that the person who's having the affair never imagined they would have never would have done some such a thing. And and they truly are remorseful. They truly regret what's happened and they want to repair it. In that instance they're they're not really gaslighting. You know, they're um they're overwhelmed, they're backpedaling, but they're sincerely sorry about the whole thing and they want to end the affair and fix a relationship. Those kinds of affairs are, I mean, those kinds of relationships are repairable. Uh, but when, when someone's more of a sociopath, you know, so that they disregard the rights of others and they're totally narcissistic, they're very, very self-involved, um, that's a different matter. You know, that person usually isn't regretful. That person is disregarding the rights of their partner. And that kind of marriage can't be fixed. And how is it manifested in other ways like we're talking about kind of relationship problems here but you know you're saying it can happen in workplaces or friendships well you know like if someone at work is trying to better themselves in the workplace and and so they're basically lying to the people that they're partnering with in the workplace misleading them about what they're doing misleading them about what they believe and and also trying to blame them tell them that they're problematic, like if a problem's occurring, it's, it's not me, it's really that other person. That's kind of what it looks like. Um, and, and, but it's even more than that. It can be trying to then convince other people um, in the workplace that the person who's, um, you know, questioning them, you know, is really the problem and here's why they're a problem. So it, it's kind of almost like framing a person too. That's what I was thinking. And do these people know that they're doing the gaslighting or can sometimes you be totally, as you said, narcissistic and self-absorbed that you don't realize that that's the type of person you are? Um, usually it's intentional. I mean, usually there's some form of conscious awareness that they're doing it. They might not necessarily call it gaslighting, but they know that they're manipulating those around them. Sometimes they're so self-involved that they justify that and make that okay, but generally these folks are so manipulative that they know that they're doing it. In worst case scenarios, I'm trying to think of hearing this, you'd always hear of the guy calling, every guy would have a crazy ex-girlfriend. Oh right? yeah, you yeah. know, oh, she was crazy. Yeah. And in in worst case scenarios, I imagine this could kind of go on for for years. Either because you're being a bit of a dick, I, I imagine for years you might be telling everyone, uh, you know, friends and family and her friends and family that oh, she's crazy, she's absolutely insane, just to save your own image or sense of self, as opposed to be honest and come out and say it was all my fault, kind of thing. Right, right. And and so I, when we talk about gaslighting, we're talking about a lot of these kinds of behaviors all together and very intentional. There are some of these behaviors that come up, um, but but aren't with all the other behaviors that would truly make it gaslighting. Sometimes people get defensive that a relationship ended and they get defensive about their part in it. They feel like, you know, their partner um, badmouths them and so they, they say their partner's crazy. And, you know, if the partner is badmouthing them, you know, they're just trying to protect themselves. That's, that's not really gaslighting. Oh, uh, okay. So that's slightly different. Like one of the things that people who gaslight do 
you know, but um, but it's one of, uh, an, but it has to be in combination with a number of other things right. with an intent that's really self-serving, serving. What you're talking about sounds like it's more defensive, yeah. um, you know, that, that the person may not necessarily be a bad person. They're just overwhelmed with an ex saying, you know, that bad-mouthing them or saying that it was all their fault or whatever, and they're trying to then kind of protect themselves by saying the other person's just crazy. But that's, um, that, that's different than, like, the intentional manipulation that goes with gaslighting and how self-serving it is. If you were on the receiving end of this so-called gaslighting, I mean, is there anything you can, not tell tell signs, but, like, how do you know when it's happening to you and what can you do? Well, you know, um, first let me tell you um, exactly what happens when um, someone's gaslighting you. So basically what happens is they lie and you catch them lying, but then they lie to you when you try to point out that they're lying. They, they play on your insecurities. Uh, you know, they, they try to say that you're the problem. You know, everyone knows that what I'm doing is right or those kinds of things. They try to then make you feel insecure, but their actions still don't match their words. They're not, you know, for instance, someone who is saying they're being faithful, you know, that they're disappearing. They're not there. There's gaps of time that you can't account for in terms of where they've been. You, you see, you might see other signs. So their actions don't match their words. And then they, they may manipulate your relationships you know so they might say um if we go back to this whole affair thing they might try to convince your friends or your family members that that you are crazy you know and that they're not having an affair and it's back to your insecurity and they, they would try and build a case that you know trying to show that you're crazy or insecure or something like that and that's really the major problem and they can question another person's sanity like i just said they accuse the other person of the same behavior so it's sort of like um i'm not the one who's cheating you're cheating i don't know where you've you've been where you're going you know you seem awfully close with that male friend of yours or something like that they make the person feel increasingly unsure of themselves by doing all of these things they make the person that their gaslighting feel insecure of themselves because of everything, unsure of themselves because they're doing of all these things that they're doing. So that, that's kind of like the combination of things that happen that lead to this pattern of gaslighting that, that's pretty disturbing. It's just that defensive behavior or backpedaling. It, it really is a combination of behaviors that's intentionally meant to manipulate um, people in a pretty disturbing way. And how common is it? I think true gaslighting is... I think the, the term is thrown around a lot when people are feeling like they're being manipulated. But true gaslighting, I would say, is, is much less common than that. It's much as common as the personality disorders behind it, like narcissistic personality disorders and sociopathic personality disorders. You know, those are the types of folks who really act in that kind of a way. So it's, I think the term is probably overused. It's definitely bandied about on, on Twitter with any sort of uh, discussion yes. back and forth. It's like, oh, hit the gaslighting button, yeah. or button and, and throw that in. But I suppose why would, if somebody is actively involved in that sort of predatory, aggressive behavior of trying to undermine and sow doubt in the other person's mind as to their bold behavior, for want of a better word. Why are they staying in, in the relationship in the first place? They clearly... It's a control thing, is they it? they clearly want out. Maybe. Yeah, I, I mean, I think people who are really vulnerable to that are 
you know, people who are pretty insecure, you know, it's, it's hard though, because people who are truly narcissistic and sociopathic can know how to be quite charming. They really get people to connect with them. And, and then those folks, you know, are, are hooked and think, oh gosh, this person loves me or this person is really on my side. And then the gaslighting behavior starts and they can't see that it's gaslighting behavior. And so they stay with, with the person and, and, and whatnot. But I think People with lower self-esteem issues or trauma issues are probably more vulnerable to this than members of the general population. But if someone's really a good gaslighter, members of the general population are very vulnerable too. Hmm. So um, they, they can be very charming and you know very cunning in terms of how they they manipulate people. Oh well. So it is but, kind of a control thing as well. They want to be in that relationship and control the whole situation and make sure that you feel yes. lesser than them. Yes. Exactly, and and make sure that they further whatever they want. I have a list from a book that comes from Psych Central by Dr. Marie Hartwell Walker that talks about what to do to uh, you know if you think you're being gaslighted and, and how to manage gaslighting. So the first thing is to you know if you really sense if you're if you're consistently confronting someone about an affair or some sort of betrayal or something you think that they're doing that's illegal and and they're just you know blowing you off or trying to make you feel like you're crazy and you feel like you're getting sucked into that. The first thing to do would be to get with like a trusted, you know, friend or confidant to really sort of get a second opinion about what's going on and about your reality, you know, to try and begin to reaffirm your reality. Then there's a list of other things that from Dr. Hartwell Walker that are suggested that I think are really quite helpful. One is to, you know, recognize the pattern of undermining behavior. Once we recognize the pattern of undermining behavior, we can get out from under it. We know what the other person is doing and we can be much more skeptical about them rather than buying into their this reality that they're trying to feed us and then in order to do that we have to keep in mind that the gaslighting isn't about us that this is what this kind of person tends to do they're extremely manipulative and they they want power they want control as Hershel is saying that's about them be aware that you are likely unable to change the other person if someone has a personality disorder if that dates back you know the formation of personality disorders date back to the first five years of life and so so to truly change a person like that, if they are, in fact, someone who is gaslighting, would take like years of intensive therapy that the person would be required to do. So you're not going to be able to change them. And so that should lead you to wonder if you should rethink whether or not you should be in the relationship, of course. And, and then, you know, it's important to try and develop a support system away from the person who's abusive in that manner to extricate yourself from that person and to reestablish your own life and, you know, take more faith in your own uh, perceptions and more confidence and work on rebuilding self-esteem and um, also to get professional help if you need it, particularly for those folks who, who have issues that cause them to subjugate their own realities and buy into others. You know, often those are like childhood trauma issues. It's good to get to a psychotherapist and to, you know, have your own reality affirmed and process what's happened to you. Let's hope nobody has to go through that. And if they do, maybe... Yeah. We break up with them or divorce them and hopefully they'll find a gaslighter uh, yeah. to get with uh, yeah. and they can gaslight off each other I, I don't, uh, how dysfunctional yeah. would that relationship be two gaslighters <laughs> going head oh, yeah. to head to, to, to try and yeah, make that, that happen would, uh, 
that would be pretty dysfunctional. Yes, yeah, sorry. that would be, well, in fairness, it would be years of therapy work for you. You'd have two clients for life. <laughs> exactly. Come in and sit down and go, all right, what's going on? Um, well, listen, uh, Doctor, that's been uh, fascinating. Very, very interesting. And thanks again for popping on this evening. Uh, are you online somewhere that people can kind of check out more of your information or stuff that you do? Well, you know what I do? I, I, I'm, I'm online, but with this specific topic, there is a, a psychologist named Stephanie Sarkis who's written a book called Gaslighting Recognizing Manipulation, Emotional Abuse, and Breaking Free from It. So I would recommend that book to folks for further help. Lovely. Well, listen, Dr. Michael McNulty, psychotherapist and relationship counselor, thanks a million for speaking with us this evening. Okay, thank you, guys. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.